Hello. Is it is it working? Yeah. It's recording. Yeah. Okay. Great. Um. Uh oh. <laughs> well, there it goes. You're just being very quiet. We're so quiet. You can't hear us at all. ASMR. Was that making any sound? Yeah. That, okay. Uh, it just got it. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. We got to do. Okay. I don't know if this will um, get directional. <laughs> It's just the front and the back right now. So it's right behind and right here. <laughs> Stupid. I need to send you... Do you like ASMR videos? Mm-hmm. Okay. I need to send you... Uh, I like some. Sure. I'm very particular. That's fair. Some of them are Do you nonsense. have, like, very specific taste? Like, what do you like? No, I'm um, curious. I can cut it out if you don't want to share. Oh, no. It just... Okay. A lot of it depends on the person. Okay. Uh, but I, I like the tapping noises. Okay. I like uh, scratching noises. Okay. Um, I... And it almost depends on the person when it comes to, like, mouth sounds. Talking. Most of the time, I don't like it. Okay. You just want them to make sounds with something else. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, I need to send you a video of uh, Grace Helbig doing an ASMR video because she says she doesn't like them. But she did one as a joke, basically, because she lost her voice. So she already was, like, whispering, basically, is what it sounded uh-huh. like. She's like, this is as loud as I can talk, so... Well, we're not talking about ASMR at all. <laughs> we are talking about popes. Um, here on Hysterical History. Yep, I'm Alexis. I'm Haley. And it's time for popes. It's time for popes. Haley, when we started this podcast, one of the first things I thought of to do that I think is so funny, that's like basically my favorite story, is this story. It is called The Great Schism of 1378. A.K.A. the Great Western Schism, but I like to call it three popes all at once. Curiously, the thing that I can't find a source for is related to popes. Really? Yeah. That's surprising, especially because they kept pretty good records, generally? Mm-hmm. I just can't figure out which one it was. Oh. Or, like, which ones. I see. Because the search terms are all so vague. I'm sorry. Yeah. It's hard. Life is hard. I mean... Podcast is hard. No. <laughs> it's not that hard. Um... But anyway, we're going to talk about the Great Western Schism. Three popes, one toilet. Nope. No? No, they're in different places, so I think they have more than one toilet. (laughs) Well, they all want one toilet. Sure, the golden throne, as it were. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, When you play the game of golden thrones, (laughs) you you live or you poo. Nope. You you poo or you die. (laughs) This is already a great episode. So, uh-huh. the schism starts in 1378, which I think this is the oldest thing I've done. Yeah, you you hate the old stuff. I mean, I don't hate it. You kind It hate. just isn't that interesting to me. You kind of But this is one I love. <laughs> don't talk about... Don't tell them what I am. <laughs> You've already told them what you are. It's true. Um, but yeah, so this is 1378, um, and it lasts until 1417. So this is 40 years of okay. just chaos and confusion and, um, I mean, in a fairly important time for the Catholic Church as far as Europe. Mm-hmm. Not that the Catholic Church is never important in Europe, because it pretty much always is. But especially, I feel like, in the Middle Ages. Because um, it's almost nothing else. Right. And there's so like such strong belief in the Catholic Church and what it is. There's such strong belief in hell and demons and everything. 
Yeah, and you, can, you can see uh, how strong it is because when people like Martin Luther try to make an alternative, the church goes ballistic. Oh, they freak out, and everybody yeah. freaks out. Everyone freaks out. They got really mad. Everyone freaks out. And it was, and I mean, Lutherans will tell you it's very similar yeah. <laughs> to Catholicism. It's literally the same thing. But yeah. they they just don't want other people having, you know, a hand in their monopoly. Right, of course. It's all economics. Um, yes. And we're not talking about the Catholic Church right now. If yep. you're Catholic, are, that's fine. Are we not? We like you. What? You're cool. I mean. If you're Catholic, do, you know, that's how it is. It's good. No, no, we're talking about um, your historical. Yes. Uh, history. Yep. <laughs> And no matter, like, in, in every religion, if you dig back far enough, unless it's too new, if you dig back far enough, there's something bad. Yep. And it's going to, and a lot of them right now, there's something in it that's bad. Yep. So, you know, it's, that's just how it is. But I just want to say, up top, we're not insulting the Catholic Church specifically. We're not insulting Catholics. This is just a funny, weird thing that happens. Again. We've gone after the Catholic Church more than once. It's just like it's so easy in history in it's Europe. So easy. It's so easy. I'm sorry. Uh, it's like it's all. It's always punching up. And we hope that if you're in the Catholic Church, that you have a sense of humor about your history, because and I feel like every church or organization you have to. Uh, that's old enough to have a weird, hopefully. terrible thing. Hopefully. Anyway, so before the schism, um. Shizm. We Shizm. Um in our story starts actually in 1309. Oh, a fine year. Yes. <laughs> Back when we were innocent, which is 75 years. 75? No, I can't do math. Um That's okay. 69 That's years. That's not why people come here. That's true. 69 years. If you wanted math. You before, came to the wrong place. Wrong place. 69 years before the schism happens. Um in 1309, Pope Clement V, uh, he moved the papacy uh, and his residency to Avignon Don't do France. that. Don't do that. So, as most people know, there's a country inside of Italy. <laughs> it's inside you, Italy. It is. Um, they know it. Vatican City. And... At the time, it's, I don't think they call it Vatican City. They call it, like, the Papal States, but it's the same thing. And it's just a specific country that's a theocracy run by the church um, and specifically by I mean, Pope. it's run by God, Alexis. Sorry. <laughs> it's run by God. And as is the entire world. As the entire world. But very specifically there, the government is run by God. And the is Pope is God. the mouthpiece for yes. God. The Pope is the microphone. He is. To which tell is the people what God wants. Also why people hate Lutherans. Thank you Catholic. for correcting me, Haley. <laughs> <laughs> They're like, no, only one microphone. Lutherans are like, maybe everyone? No. No, one. <laughs> one microphone to rule them all. And so that's generally what they think. Pope is talking to God and... No one else. And no one else is talking to God. And Pope is in charge of everything, right? Yes. But he, But he's always in Italy, in the Papal States. That's where they've been for hundreds of years. When you become Pope, uh, your feet sprout roots, root-like structures. And you have to stay in the Papal States. You have to stay there. That's where your power emanates from. And Pope Clement says no. He says no. And I, he moves to Avignon, which is located in, uh, it says in the French territory, because it's not really France right now, but that's fine. Um, and it's on the Rhone River. I don't know how to actually say that name. It's... Complicated. The fact that you cool. that no one knows River. off the top of their head means that this was a terrible idea. Yeah. <laughs> um, so he moves to Avignon. Um, Avignon. Avignon. 
And uh, he allowed Philip the Fair, King of France at the time. Don't let him do anything. Don't let He's Phil, so pretty, though. Don't let Phil do it. And white. Fill the pail. Fill the pail. <laughs> Fill the pail. <laughs> Fill it right up with Catholicism. With happiness. <laughs> with your Catholic boot. Fill him right That's up. That's right. Um, so he, but he gives him a lot of power over the church, the king of France, because now they're in France. Yeah. Um, and it says they enjoyed a number of benefits. I don't know what they are, but you can I, number them. I can them. imagine you what can they are. Number them. You can number them. That's how many? How many? Uh, many numbers. There are many numbers <laughs> of favors. So now we're gonna jump. So that was thirteen oh nine. Now it's thirteen seventy seven. And since then, the Catholic Church has been housed in Avignon. Which, even just thinking about that right now, is insane. It's insane. Can you think that the Pope is just like, I'm going to live somewhere else? It's like, no, you're not. No, you're not. Part of being elected is you have to live here. Your magic powers are not in France. It's like if you get a job to be a CEO of a company, and they're like, but you got to live here. And then you're like, you know what? Maybe I don't live there. It's almost like Maybe I just move. If you become the president of a country, and you have a special (laughs) house made for you, and you're like, you know, I'm going to go live in a little swamp place down in Florida. Right. Or it's like, you know how the government's in D.C.? Like, I'm going to go to Mexico. It's like, you can't do that. Don't do that. You have to be in the same country. That almost feels like treason. <laughs> yeah, you're not allowed to do this. We made you a special This home is house. treason against God. God <laughs> says you got to live in Italy. Except you can't because the Pope is God. Right. It's very complicated. Um, so after nearly 70 years in Avignon. Avignon. Um, Avignon. Pope, I will do that every time. Apparently. Pope, Pope Gregory VII, um, Pope he Greg. made a significant move and moved back to Rome. That was his significant move. Oh, I'm getting the popes mixed up already. Gregory VII, this is like, I thought this was, was 70 years later, so oh, that pope's dead. Pope Multiple Clem, other popes have died. Pope Clem. Clem. Is the first one. Clem V. We're up to Pope Greg. Uh, uh, actually, I said seven, it's actually eleven. That's Roman numerals. so off. Yes. Pope Greg 11. 11. Greg 11. Greg 11. So we've gone through probably like three or four popes. Okay. I mean, who cares? Those ones aren't important. Um, But so he moved back to Rome. Um, And then a year later, he died. Greg? Greg. I took time to remember your name, (laughs) Greg 11. And he's not important. And you're useless to me. (laughs) Um, But so then he leaves the church, it says, in a difficult position. Uh, um, downward dog? Because, nope. Just got sun, yoga. sun warrior? Nope. That one's not even hard. Uh, um, what's the one where you're like on your hands and you're balanced with your knees in the air? I don't know. Well, I'm going to look it up right now. Okay. Okay. It doesn't matter. Yoga um, pose that is difficult with hands on knees. Balance. <laughs> this is a weird question. Uh, this one. For the internet. <laughs> It knew exactly what I wanted, though. Of course It's the crow pose. Ah. It's the trash bird pose? Yeah. Okay. If you want to be a trash bird, do this. This one looks pretty difficult, too. Um, I don't know. I don't want arm balances. Okay, Haley, this episode's not about yoga. Sorry. <laughs> you can do the history of yoga on your own time. <laughs> this is about popes. <laughs> this is my time. That's right. This is my episode, and you can't steal it with your yoga. Maybe I will do yoga. <laughs> you can do yoga if you want it. <laughs> Maybe I will. Maybe. You look up in the in the air. Listeners, so send hopeful. me your fun yoga stories. <laughs> Historical yoga stories. Yes. Not your personal ones. We don't want your anecdotal yoga stories. I'll, I'll take those, too. Okay. Please. Whatever. Okay. Um, 
But so at his death, six of 22 cardinals stayed in Avignon. I mean, just kill them. They didn't want to go. They they're were like, traitors. you know what? France is cool. No, they're traitors. They're kill. probably all French. Kill them. Um, and there's a considerable amount of the papal bureaucracy also still in Avignon. Kill them They all. haven't moved everybody back over. Kill them all. Okay. <laughs> we know what you would do if you were Pope. <laughs> or if you were the Catholic Church. <laughs> um, so the, but they got it. So they got to elect a new Pope, right? Okay. So in Rome, they... The Archbishop of Barry was elected. Barry? As Pope. He's the Archbishop of Barry. His name's not Barry. His name's Barry. <laughs> he was elected Pope uh, Urban the Sixth. Urban Six. Urban Six. Herb, Herb Six. Amid demands by the Roman populace for, um, this is a quote, a Roman or at least an Italian. I mean, we'll settle at for. At the very least. An Italian. Can he just be from Italy? Yeah. Like, Rome would be best. We'll take an Italian. But not but all like, of them. Some of them are really dirty. And at the end, please don't give us a Frenchman, because no. they're just going to go right back to Avignon. They would have even taken, like, a southern Italian. It would have hurt them. Right. But they maybe would have done it. I mean, they could have split the difference and gotten a North uh, Italy So, uh, he's apparently Neapolitan by birth. Okay. Which is actually great. Um, because that's like a combo of French and Italy, right? I can make the it's Neapolitan ice cream joke, and <laughs> right I'm now. doing it right now. <laughs> Instead of about Napoleon, which made less sense. If you listen to the first episode, Haley makes a joke about Neapolitan ice cream <laughs> that I completely missed until I edited it, and it didn't actually make sense. Until... Because I, he wasn't from ne- Neapolitan. He wasn't from Naples. No. He wasn't Neapolitan. Uh, I did uh, find uh, someone made a, a pin. You did. Uh, like a lapel pin that had like the three flavors of uh, Napoleon. Napoleon. Yeah. It was like Neapolitan Neop- Napoleon. Because it's a close word pun. But yeah. <laughs> but it just makes sense. You can make the joke now. Though. I am making it now. You're allowed. You got to have a tricolor pope. Yep. He's Neapolitan by birth and upbringing. He's French in culture and outlook. And he had been a cu- curialist. Don't know what that is. A curialist. In Avignon. I want to. I mean, someone who curates, I assume. Apparently, he was highly efficient and hardworking, this Urban the Sixth. Oh, one who belongs to the Ultramontane party in the Latin church. Sure. Of course. As you can tell from a curialist, member of a, or supporter of the papal curia. As you can tell, Haley and I know a lot about the Catholic Church. We're like super Catholic. We're very versed in Catholicism. <laughs> super. I totally have been to a Catholic church. That's I've, not true at all. I've been to a Catholic church. Oh, yeah. good for you. It was a really nice one that had like a big um, pipe organ. Nice. Which is the only reason why I care. That's cool. It sounded really good. Um, but anyway, so he's a pretty cool dude, apparently. Um, but so they were hopeful that he was going to bridge this like weird gap they were having and that he could bring people back into Rome and like things would be chill. Um, but that's not funny. So that's not what happens (laughs) or we wouldn't be talking about it. (laughs) And everything Um, was fine. The the end. end. Wasn't that hilarious? (laughs) Join us on Facebook. (laughs) Um, so that doesn't happen. Um, that was fake. So apparently they elect him and they think he's going to be cool. And then he starts being a terror. And oh. he's like yelling at people and he's being really aggressive. He's the young pope. And they're afraid of him. He's the young pope. They don't like him anymore. <laughs> also, it says that in uh, in Avignon they had more of a power 
like the cardinals, were given more power than they had previously in Rome. Well, clearly, because they're being so uppity. Right. And so he basically says no more of that. Hell yeah. He's like, I am 100% in charge. He's my pope. You're just here for me. (laughs) He did what I would do. (laughs) He did. Um, But the cardinals don't like it. Which I like because in my head now, he is... uh he is the young pope. He's Jude Law. Yeah. <laughs> He's probably not that attractive. Though. Or Urban Six. Urban Six. Um, so there was a considerable amount of confusion and rioting from citizens outside the conclave to dissension of the cardinals within. So they've got people outside mad. They've got people inside mad. Everyone's mad. And literally, they think that Pope Urban the Sixth is mad. Like, that he's crazy. <laughs> Wait, why are the outside people mad? They should just accept it. I don't know. This is the word of God coming down to them. They don't agree. Well, then they need to all go to hell. Which is a huge, like, thing. <laughs> go to hell, people. Haley just wants everyone to die go to hell. Um, that's a huge thing, though, in the Catholic Church, for them to say... That somebody's been elected pope and they don't agree and they're upset about it. Right. Because it's supposed, it's not like a real election it's not supposed to be. It's supposed to be like you're saying what God tells you to do. Right. But that's not what's happening, Uh, they don't think. So curious to me. It says he was a compromised candidate. Oh. Because he was Italian, but he had served in Avignon, which some people didn't like. Sure. He demonstrated violent and abusive qualities that caused fear within the cardinals. And many of them questioned his sanity. They thought he was a crazy boy. Which is saying something because popes do weird things in the it, Middle Ages. And they're ages. very aggressive. Yeah, very and very sexual, very yep. violent. Lots of things that now you'd be like, that's not allowed. No. Like, that's not even close to allowed. Like, isn't that exactly against everything you're supposed to do? And it's like, yeah, that's uh, true. Not when you have a monopoly. That's right. Not when you are the, the biggest mob boss of Europe. That's true. Oh, he is the last non-cardinal to be elected to the papacy. Oh. He was an archbishop. He's not even a cardinal. <laughs> yeah, they don't Which do that cardinals anymore. are above archbishops. You gotta work your way up. And he doesn't even have the red hat. So from then on, they never... Uh, get anyone from the They don't people. do it ever again no, because it was so bad this we have, time. We have to have someone we know we can trust or can control. Yes. Um, so the king of France, this is Charles V, the wise. Charles, oh, yeah, wise. Wise He's Charles. Wise. Rolf Chuck. He decided a number of the cardinals that did not approve, or he, he had decided with a number of cardinals that didn't approve that they were going to elect a pope in France. Don't. So French Pope. That's so not they a real declared pope. Urban the Sixth void because he's cray cray, apparently, um, and they de- elect their own pope, um, and they elected Clement the Seventh. Clem Seven. Clem Seven is their okay. new pope. That sounds like heresy. Pretty much. They elected the cousin of the French king. That sounds like uh, Cardinal nepo- nepotism. Robert of Geneva on September twentieth. <laughs> And he was, okay. and he, as soon as this is, I'm reading you a quote because it's hilarious to yeah. me. Just because of because of the date and because of the wording, as soon as he was he was crowned on October 31st. Okay, this other pope, <laughs> the I Great mean. Western Schism erupted. Oh no! Like the giant boil. It's like the it's like the been. world opened a like a big hole between France and Italy now, and it was the the dark canyon into hell. On Halloween. On Halloween. Congratulations. 
Well done. I wonder why Halloween's on the day that it is. <laughs> That's not why, but... <laughs> I mean, probably. Spoilers, that joke is false. That was a false joke. But it was funny. <laughs> um, that was a funny joke, did you know? Please laugh. <laughs> Please laugh at my joke. Um, so it says, people who elected him soon regretted their decision. Um, Which one? Uh, Clem 7? And move... Well, this says they moved to Anagni, where they elected Robert. So, no, they regretted electing Urban. Sure. So then they moved, a whole bunch of cardinals moved over and then elected Robert. Just murder all of them. In the same year, they elected these two popes. That's really fast. Yes, it is. <laughs> Says, oh, this is just so you understand how this works at the time. The popes are completely in charge. So, yes. um, and they don't have a clause for this because it's never happened before. So <laughs> I have a quote that says, once elected a pope who had become insane, imbecile, or for any other reason unfit to govern, could not be removed. You just murder him in the night. You can't, but you can't, like, there's no government way you can remove him. Like, the cardinals can't do anything about no. it. So, we don't know if Urban the, what did I say, 6th? 7th. 7th? No, uh, Urban 6. Urban 6. Clem 7. Clem 7. <laughs> we don't know if Urban the 6 was actually crazy. Uh, like, that could have just been an excuse they made. Sure. But if he was crazy, like, it seems completely, like, within, like, a reasonable idea that they would be like, never mind, and then go no. over here and try to do another no, thing. It's not because there's literally nothing else they can do. It's not a democracy. No, <laughs> but like I understand why they might do that, especially sure. since they've had, they've experienced a time now where they could be like basically an oligarchy. Uh, just kidding. God said he changed his mind. Have you heard of the word anti-pope? Oh yeah, anti-pope or is it anti-pope? I want to say anti-pope. Anti-pope. Okay, it's you like say a, whatever you want. It's like a spray bottle that Batman has in his uh, <laughs> belt. <laughs> uh, the anti-pope spray. So in the past, there had been anti-popes. Shh, get away, Pope. Rivals, rival claimants to the papacy before, but most of them had been appointed by various rival factions, not by the church. Or cardinals in the church? See, I'm going to interrupt briefly. Go ahead. Because in... Uh, the video game uh, games Dragon Age, mm-hmm. they have like one one of the rulers is like supposedly legitimate, sure. you know, from the point of view of the player characters, right? And then like another country has like from basically the same religion, an alternate leader, okay, and uh, which they they call like the the black leader. Oh, so now I'm thinking good. there's the Pope and the black Pope, and that's not. True. <laughs> I mean, kind of. Um, I'm going to show you and the Black Pope the map of Europe, okay, where the allegiances are. Allegiances. Mm-hmm. Who they're allied with? Oh man, which Pope they agree with? This is like into your Big Brother stuff. I know. So there's an allegiance of Rome is the blue. That's so weird. So it's England, Denmark, Sweden, Poland, Hungary, and. Part of Italy, the northern part of Italy. I mean, the names it all makes sense. Like, of course, Poland's going to go true Catholic. Sure. Of course, most of England's going to go true Catholic. Sure. At the time, yeah. At the time. Um, and then for Avignon, Avignon for Clement the Seventh. Avignon, Clement Seven. He's got France, obviously. Uh, he's got the Kingdom of Naples, so southern Italy, Scotland, uh, Aragon. Sure. Castile, which are both Spain. Does he have Ireland? Um, no. I think so. it's there's no Ireland. It's just England and Scotland. So I think Ireland is in Scotland at the time. Uh, 
Yeah, the separate island, um, Ireland, is true Catholic. Yeah. And uh, and Portugal and the Holy Roman Empire are various. They don't pick. No one cares. And Granada has no opinion. <laughs> uh, they abstained. Yeah, they abstained from the vote. So, um, to give an idea of, like, how kind of big this was, I guess, as a, just an event in Europe, um, the... Iberian Peninsula, which is uh, Portugal and Spain, basically, um, they were they had the Ferdinand Wars, um, and the the from 1383 to 1385 crisis in Portugal. Uh, I've never heard of any of these. Um, during which dynastic opponents claimed rival claimants to the papal office. Why not? So people on opposing sides are picking different popes to, like, gain favor with people who like those different popes to fight each other. Yeah. Which is, I mean, that's smart. But, like, this is, like, actually affecting people who are having literal wars. <laughs> so it's a big deal. People died over this. Right. Um, so there was a suggestion that the church council resolve the schism um, in 1378 when it first happened. Um, but it was not adopted because canonical law required that a pope call the council. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you're boned. So they want to call a council to figure out which pope they should pick, but one of the popes has to call the council, and I doubt he's going to. Uh, what if they choose not him? You're all boned. <laughs> you're all boned. So basically this is teaching you that you need to, <laughs> there needs to be a balance of powers in your documents. <laughs> you're, uh... But that completely is against everything you believe. Because if you really believe right. in, uh, like, the divine choosing you, mm-hmm. then there's no reason to have it. Right? He does. God doesn't make mistakes. God doesn't make mistakes. Right. So uh, deal with it. Deal with it. you got to deal with it. you got to deal with it. Uh, eventually, uh, it says theologians. 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 <laughs> theologians. No idea. Like Pierre d'Ali. Aili, something mm-hmm. like that, and Jean Gerson, they all sound very French, um, as well as canon lawyers like Francesco Zabarella, I don't think he, or of Zabarella, I don't know, um, adopted arguments that equity permitted the church to act for its own welfare in defiance of the letter of the law. Interesting. So lawyers are saying, hey, we gotta fix this. And lawyers we're allowed. Get them out. <laughs> Get them out. But he's a he's a canon lawyer. He's a lawyer specifically about like the canonical documents for the nope. Catholic Church. Nope. God does not appoint lawyers. We don't care. <laughs> God doesn't care for your lawyers. He will cast all of them into the pit. Um so then in the summer of thirteen seventy nine, Clement the Seventh failed to capture and take over Rome. He tried. Okay. But he failed. No one ever does. Um, he withdrew and took up residency in Avignon. Avignon. Leaving Pope Urban VI to reside in Rome. Avignon. So now they've got two, Rome and Avignon. Avignon. Um, and then everybody picks. We already talked about who they picked. Um, la, 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 la. Uh, so neither of the popes could remove his opposite from power. Yeah. Can't do it. And they were neither of them were willing to relinquish their claim. Mm. So we got a stalemate. Um, and this stalemate, once again, this lasts for like, what did I say, 70 years or something? Mm-hmm. 40 years? 40, no, the other 30. one was 70. It lasts for 40 years, like 40. 39 years. It's a long time that this is happening and it's confusing. Just gotta wait for him to die. 
No, but people die and they just elect a new one in those different places. <laughs> Stop. So in in this time, Rome has four popes. Oh my gosh. So they have Urban and then he dies. And then Boniface the Ninth in thirteen eighty nine, so like not very long after. Don't. And then he dies. And then Innocent the Seventh. And then he dies. Oh <laughs> and then gosh. Gregory the twelfth. Uh, Oh my god. In 1406 is when he's uh, happening. A little bit of world context. The Black Death is happening through all of this. Yep. Yep. At Avignon, Everything sucks. They just had one individual who has succeeded him. So they had Clement the Seventh, and then they elected Benedict the Thirteenth, and he lived the rest of the time. Benedict Cumbledink the Sixth. That's right. Okay. The no chin pope. Uh-huh. Uh huh. <laughs> uh. <laughs> Um. So instead of like actually seeming like popes right now, this is all politics. This has nothing to do with religion at all. Which is like what? 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 So strange. Um, so it's weird because they just seem like they're bickering politicians, and that it has nothing to do with religious anything. Surprise! It always was. The French crown eventually tries to coerce Benedict the Thirteenth, their pope in Avignon. Um, who they supported to resign. Please stop Please, this. can you just... Because they're just tired. Yeah. It's just terrible, and we're tired. Mm-hmm. And he says, no. I mean, just kill him. I will not. Just kill him. You think they would. Um, I don't know, because at one point it's like, how do you... How is it okay for you as a Catholic to try to convince God's first person to resign, but then... It's not okay to murder that person. Well, this this wasn't his first pick, apparently, because this is an Avignon. Mm. So this is this is a French pick. Oh my gosh! It's so almost... it's it's like the it's like the the French are admitting yeah. that they're just trying to manipulate it, but they're like done with it, and they're like, can we just not do this anymore? And he's like, no, it isn't working. I'm like in we wanted it to. I'm in charge. <laughs> I don't like. They're like, it. it's just making us have bad relations with every other country who doesn't support our pope. Yeah. And he's like, nope, I'm in charge. We're surrounded by by Italians, right? Um, so the cardinals of both groups meet up together, mm-hmm. and they secure an agreement where Benedict and Gregory are going to meet up. Benny and Greggy. Benny and Greggy are going to meet up. So and Ben Benny is the pope in Avignon, and Greg is the pope in Rome. They're going to meet at Savona. I don't know where that is. Probably in the middle somewhere. Somewhere in Russia. I don't think so. <laughs> <laughs> um... And they were agreed, and then at the last minute, both of them bailed. As happens. And both College of Cardinals abandoned their popes. <laughs> they were like, hell with you two. The Cardinals You're made the this. They set up this appointment. They arranged the menu, the venue, the seating. Popes don't show up, and they're like, bye. For both of them. Amazing. Which is crazy. It's really great that they found a common ground. Like, you elected a leader of your clique in high school, and then you try to get them to just, like, get along because you want to be one big group again, and then they both are like, yeah, yeah, and then they back out, and then you're just like, hell with both of you. We're going to form a new clique. You suck. You Um, suck, Regina George. uh, Pretty much. (laughs) Um, So eventually the cardinals of both popes agreed that a Eumenical Council of Godly Men, which I'm assuming is the Cardinals, could collectively possess and provide more divine authority than just one pope. That is so much. Oh my gosh. Also, I feel not true. Yeah, they think they can do better than one pope. You can't just cherry pick your 
beliefs. I hate this. So in oh, you're not playing by your own rules. <laughs> Sometimes you gotta break the rules. Sometimes you just have to ignore what we said <laughs> That's before. Right. Ignore that. Just, you know how we said that was true? <laughs> not anymore. Who cares? So in 1409, I can't believe you believed us. <laughs> In 1409, the Council of Pisa was established and asked to attempt to resolve the divide. The leading council of Pisa. (laughs) Um, The idea behind the council is to relieve both of the popes and to elect a new pope. Okay. That's the plan. I assume the other popes are going to go along with it. Oh, why wouldn't they? Yeah. How could they not? They're going to be really happy to just let go of all Right. Remember, at the beginning, I said this isn't the story of two popes. (laughs) This is three popes. And if you can count to uh, to to at least, like, four, then you know what's... You know what's coming. Spoilers. Spoiler alert. Math. (laughs) Spoiler alert. If you can do math, you're going to know things. Uh, (laughs) So the idea was to remove them, get a new pope. Um, who would be the sole leader again and would unify the church. However, they only made it worse. It says they only intensified the problem by producing a third pope. <laughs> this is John the 23rd. Hey, John. Um, I'm Greg and John. And Ringo. Yep. Uh, this is so confusing. Let me read this. Um... It says, and then it added to the problem by electing another incumbent, so Alexander V. So there's but, four? But I, I don't know. It says that he resigned briefly in June 26, 1409, until his death in 1410. Oh, no. So he was the third one. Okay. But he only lived for like a year. Oh, okay. And then he succeeded by John the Twenty Second, who won some but not universal support. Mm-hmm. So everybody liked Alexander, apparently, but he was super old and died immediately. And so then they're like, John's okay, I guess. I mean, there's John. What if we put John in? No, not John. I mean, who else? So, under pressure from Emperor Sigismund, who is the emperor of the Holy Roman Empire, (laughs) which isn't really holy or Roman. Roman Or an empire. Or an empire. But, you know... Whatever. It's almost like they're compensating for something. (laughs) Maybe. Mm. Um, So under pressure from him, says John convoked in 1414 the Council of Constance, which deposed him. Um, Received. Deposed who? John. Oh. He deposed himself? He he called to order the council, and the council deposed him. Oh, whoops. Um... Because Sigismund told him to. The you, Holy Roman Emperor said, I'm done with this. Oh, my God. You need to call the people together <laughs> now, right? Because the Pope has to do it. Mm-hmm. And he's, the, like, a legitimate Pope right now. Mm-hmm. So he calls the council. They get rid of him. Um, and then they receive the resignation of the Roman Pope, Gregory the Twelfth, and dismiss the claims of the Avignon Pope, Benedict the Thirteenth. Wait, they agreed, or they just... They just said, nope, you're done. They just said no? Yeah. Because the problem was we couldn't call this council. Oh, gotcha. Because the Pope had to call it. They found a weird loophole. The Holy Roman Emperor yelled at the actual Pope and said, do this. And he said, okay. (laughs) And so then they just scrapped everybody. Said, nope. I mean, all of you are terrible. Someone just had to yell loud enough. The right person had to yell loud enough at the right person. Also, I can't believe you let a king yell at you. How dare you? Yell you out of God's chosen position. Yeah. Which they do all the time. I mean, one of the things I want to talk about is the kings being like, but God can talk through us. And the popes are like, hell no, that's our job. 
But technically, like, the, the whole point of monarchy is supposed to be these people are chosen by God, yeah. right? So, like, well, it, it, it makes sense it, in a way. It developed because of those people who Oh, complained. really? Yes. Interesting. I like it. Mm-hmm. Anyway, and it made them like, way better <laughs> power uh, grab. Mm-hmm. Uh, but the, Con- the Council of Constance assembled, and I believe that Sigismund was there at the council. Yeah. So he says, you have to call the council. He does it, and he shows up. And he's like, mm-mm. And then everybody's like, okay. <laughs> Not on my continent. That's mm-mm. right. Nah. Knock, knock it off. Nah. Hell and at the nah. time, the Holy Roman Empire is in charge of Europe. So, that's nice. Man, the Pope needs to grow some balls. <laughs> he's not Pope anymore. <laughs> not no more. Um, he got voted out. And this is the, I think, the last and possibly the only council where they allowed people there who weren't in the church. Because Sigismund went, and so did some other people. Never do that again. Um, Never do that. I mean, it was, I think it was the only time that they needed it, is what they feel like, too. Um, so, yeah, all they cared about was ending the schism. So they were like, nope, everybody get out of town. And what year is this? Uh, this was 1415. Mm-hmm. I think they called it in 1414, and by 1415 they have elected a new pope. After they got rid of these three losers. Um, so they got everyone to resign, and then they elected a new successor, Pope Martin V. Um, he was the first pope in 40 years that could claim that he was the leader of the entire Western Catholic Church. That's so sad. 40 years! Oh my gosh. Um, his name, or his, he, uh, I'm gonna tell you about him, like, originally, it talked about it in one of the articles I read. Sure. Um, Odo Colonna. Odo. Um, he was a, car- a cardinal deacon of San... Gregorio and Villabro um, when unanimously elected to be Pope by the Council of Constance after an unusual three-day conclave at which 22 cardinals and 30 representatives of five nations present, there's more representatives than cardinals, uh, voted. It was the first and last time the Pope conclave, or says the papal conclave since 1058 to include lay electors. So it had happened before. That they had other people there, but just once. Wow. And it would never happen again. Oh my God. But you, see, Haley, you and I don't know a lot about the Catholic Church, so I'm going to explain something to you real quick. Oh no. That Colonna was only a deacon at the time of his election. He's not a cardinal, he's a cardinal deacon. Oh no. Which isn't even like a bishop. What? He's a low boy. <laughs> they need someone they can manipulate. Right. So he, after his election, he's immediately ordained a priest and consecrated a bishop of Rome. Bam, bam. Just. <laughs> Promote him a couple levels We're going to do this, but you belong to us. Yep. And he was crowned on November 21st in the Cathedral Church in the city of Constance. Because they have the council on Constance. Now sit down Which, and be a good boy, Martin. I also feel like is almost a joke that the, the council, I know it's in the city, and that's why they called it, but like Constance, like consistency, and I'm like, that's not happening. But no. the council <laughs> makes it happen again, I it's suppose. It's what they're hoping for. Right. Constance. They do this thing... So they don't reuse Pope names, right? Sure. That's why they have Because you get your new name. Yeah. Right, and that's why they use the numbers. Um, and they, they they can't just come up with new ones like Pope uh, Banana the first. No. They just use this. They have a list, and then they just pick one and then give you a number. Yeah. Um, but it says, so the council originally elected Pope John the 23rd, right? So many Johns. Um, who, like Clement the 8th, is regarded as an anti-pope. Um, and later on, in 1958, someone uses that name again. 
which is them officially saying you were not pope, Mm -hmm. right? Uh, That's a Catholic church picking sides. Yeah. Um, Because they wouldn't be giving them the same name. No. So that's just a point of interest. Mm -hmm. Um, So Cardinal Colonna, who becomes Martin V, the the new pope, um, it says he remained loyal to the anti-pope John XXIII until John suddenly fled Pisa in disguise. What? When the Council of Constance asked him to resign. What nonsense is this? As well as that of the two other claimants. So yeah. before they elected him, this guy liked John the Twenty Third, who they consider an anti-pope. Uh, what? And then he ran away in disguise. He fled in the night in disguise. In disguise. It doesn't say in the night, so it could have been during the he day. He absolutely fled in the <laughs> night. In my mind, I'm still picturing Batman. He sure. put on a cowl. He had a belt, and then he just ran away. There was a spotlight. He's like, on "You him. can't unelect me pope if I'm not here." <laughs> I quit. <laughs> They're like, "Well, you're fired." And he's like, like, "Too late, I already quit." In the night, <laughs> in you can't. You can't fire me if you can't find my mailing address. That's right. Burn. I am the night. I am the pope. <laughs> it also. Oh, and so I am the black pope. <laughs> <laughs> oh no. <laughs> So all of this, like, craziness um, made the church have to make some new rules. Oh, you think? Mm, Maybe. Um, And it says it asserted three strong beliefs that helped to shape the Catholic Church that we know and recognize today. These include the following beliefs. Number one, the Pope is not an absolute monarch. Rather, a constitutional ruler. (laughs) Number two. Ooh, backpedaling like crazy. The Pope possesses a ministerial authority that is delegated to him by the community of the faithful. Oh. His appointment is for the good of the entire church. So, you're not really in charge. Mm-hmm. Number three. The community of the faithful can and have exercised the power, necessary power, via its chosen representative to judge, chastise, and even depose a pope if required. Oh my god. We will kick you out. (laughs) Don't F up. Back pedal like crazy. Faithfully can and have, it says in parentheses. And have. And have. So watch yourself. You really believe. That God is speaking through this man, then you should not say you can only do these things. Only if we agree with only you. Only if we think it's true. If you do something that we don't like, too bad. Too bad. We don't care that God told you. Right. We think you're lying. How do you know? It, How do you know? And it very quickly demotes Pope. Like it's like um, Pope demote. Pope demote. <laughs> it's Pope like demote. a. <laughs> It's like a, it's like monarchs now. Yeah, there are very few mon. I mean, some monarchs in the world still are absolute monarchs, sure. but it's not very many. Not very many. Most of them have sort of like a figurehead role, and I'm like, I always say this about it because I feel like people don't understand in America, especially like how the Queen of England is viewed in England, and it's like the Queen of England isn't really in charge of much. Mm-hmm. But I'm like, if the Queen of but. England told anyone to do anything, they would do it. They would do it. You're still because, not allowed to eat swans. Right. They don't, it doesn't matter what it is. It's like they 
as a people, care about her so much and, like, really believe that she wants what's best for their country and really believe that it is kind of her country still, Mm -hmm. that they will do whatever. Like, imagine if, uh, like, he wasn't in charge. He was more like just a figurehead, but, like, George Washington was still around. Right. Um, He wouldn't be in charge. He wouldn't be able to, like decide anything, but if he asked for anything, if he appeared anywhere, everyone would be bowing and kissing right. his hand. And and the president would just do it. Yep. He would figure out how to do it. Mm-hmm. Because the people would be so upset if you just said no to George Washington. Yep. So yeah. That's a good that's a good uh, equivalent. Thank you, Haley. Yes. Um, I mean that's why you keep me around. That's Ugh. right. Also, we all know that uh, George Washington is King George. That's right. True facts. Uh, So the council finally resolved, um, and it resulted in uh, excommunication of some of the claimants to papacy. (laughs) I mean, yeah. Bye. Where did they send Where did they send them? Um, I don't know. They just don't. I mean, they they don't get excommunicated from the place. I don't think they just have to move. But like, they get excommunicated from the church. You can't be Catholic anymore. How awkward would it be? If you didn't move. Especially at the time. I mean, it's bad if you're excommunicated now and you're very Catholic. Right. But back then, that's like the whole world. Yeah, that's it's true. like people actually believe uh, very strongly right. uh, that all of this is true. Except for apparently these cardinals and the mm-hmm. popes and probably the kings. So, of course, there are some people who are also still dissenters. Um, mm-hmm. The Crown of Aragon, which is like... It's part of Spain. Ah, uh, kill them. Just um, kill them. They did not recognize Martin V. They don't mm-hmm. care. And they continue to recognize Benedict the 13th. Benedict Cumberdink the 16th? Av- uh, he's the 13th, but he's the, uh, the guy in Avignon. The chinless. Uh-huh. Archbishop loyal to Benedict the 13th, subsequently elected anti-pope Benedict the 14th, mm-hmm. who was Bernard Garnier. Bernard yeah, your French is beautiful. I know, I've and, been practicing. Uh, I can tell. <laughs> and their three followers simultaneously elected anti-Pope Clement VIII. But the Western schism's over, so it doesn't matter anymore. Um, Clement VIII resigned in 1429 and apparently recognized Martin V. So he was like, never mind. Too many numbers. You know what? You know I'm bad at math. He's in charge. There's, there's not a lot of math. There's so much math. All I heard was 5, 13, 16, plus, minus, divide by Pope. <laughs> Pope to moat. Square root of Pope. <laughs> Square root of Pope. Okay. And then you start getting imaginary popes and unreal popes. <laughs> Negative popes. Irrational popes. <laughs> Quantum popes. Oh, no. Um, Linear popes. I have to read. Quadratic So that's pretty much the story. Yeah. But I have to read to you this quote. And then I'm going to tell you the story I heard that I oh. like a little better. Okay. That it's obviously not what's true from what I've learned, but this is what I remember. Mm-hmm. But first I have to tell you, at the top of one of the... Most of this came from, like, encyclopedia articles on different websites. Sure. Which is made it super boring, so I'm glad I could make it funny. <laughs> yeah. But one of them, at the top of it, said, The following article is from the Great Soviet Encyclopedia yes. of 1979. Oh, my god! It might be outdated. Or no. No. <laughs> ideologically biased. No. <laughs> Never. <laughs> I, I want. I want a full copy of the Great Soviet Encyclopedia, like, like all forty-seven volumes of it. I also want to say that you should think this about all of them—that it might be outdated or ideologically biased yes. for everything you read about history ever. Yep. So, like, I'm like, okay. I mean, I understand specifically why in that case it was like an American writing. It's not. No, no, it's fine. Um, <laughs> well, and because like Russia's not Catholic. 
<laughs> and it was like one of the more um, negative uh, articles I read. A lot of them were like, "This is a thing that happened," and this was like, it's more like, "Look at this dumb." <laughs> exactly, because <laughs> they got like their orthodox thing. They don't <sighs> right. They use a lot of a lot more negative words. They're they're in, in the, the Eastern tradition, totally of uh, Christianity. Right, but the, they're saying most of these were probably mm-hmm. written by Western Europeans. Yep. This one's not. This one's not. This one's you all stupid. Eh, it's like one of the few times in history that Russia can be like, "La la, Europe is dumb." <laughs> Look at what you did. You stupid. <laughs> and they're like, what do you do all the time? I know. And Russia's like, stop it. No. <laughs> but right now, it's you. <laughs> Look what you did. Idiot. Stupid. So I'm going to read you real quick. Um, the quick. Real, real quick. quick. I'm going to read you the list of popes and when they served um, mm-hmm. for the different places. So of the Roman, Roman obedience, you have Urban the Sixth, who was 1378 to 1389. Boniface the Ninth, who's from 1389 to 404. Innocence the Seventh, who's from <laughs> Roman numeral 404 to 1406. 1404 to 1406. And then Gregory the Seventh, who's from 1406 to 1415. The Avignonese obedience. That's what they call it. Clement the Seventh, he's from 17... Or, gosh, 1378 numbers to 1394. Wow. Benedict, and then Benedict the 13th is from 1394 until 1423. The chinless. Yep. And he keeps going even after 1414 when they say, no, no. It's like, try and catch me, fools. And the Pisan obedience was Alexander V, who's from 1409 to 1410, and John the 23rd from 1410 to 1415. So it's the tale of three popes. But it's actually like eight popes. Yeah, there are many popes because um, they just get replacement. It's the tale of popes in three different places at the same mm-hmm. time, who all have some amount of claim. Do you know how shark teeth work? No. Oh, so uh, shark teeth work sort of like human... is this related. Yeah. Okay. Like how human baby teeth work, but it's forever. They fall out. They fall out, and, and they replaced. like it's like a soda machine. Like one falls out, another one pops up. Okay. It's like the shark teeth of Europe. <laughs> Shark but teeth. with popes. Shark Week, Europe edition. <laughs> shark Week. 1378. <laughs> Sharks all Only over it's Europe. shark 40 years. I can't believe you questioned its <laughs> relevance to this story. I just want to make sure. Is this related? Yes. Uh, how could shark teeth not be related Also, to now we can make Alyssa watch this. Listen. Listen to this. Sure. I'm watching it right now. <laughs> Watching it happen live. Now Alyssa can smell this. Yeah. Hear it? Gross. Now she can taste it. Stop it. Okay. Safe word. Pope Demote. Um, Pope Demote. So I want to tell you the story that I heard real quick. I feel like this was when I was in school. This is what I heard. Because I remember you talking about it in college. I remember being, yes, and I was so excited about Mm -hmm. it because I just thought it was so funny. I can't believe this. So. What happened in the story that I heard, which is clearly not true because I've looked up facts, but it's okay. funny. I love historical gossip. You can tell this to your friends. <laughs> so what happened in the one that I heard is that, so it was the same that Pope Gregory, whoever, he he doesn't like, he's French, and he gets elected to the papacy in Italy. He moves there and he's like, I don't like Italy. Italy sucks. French, France is way better. Which, like, yeah, Haley's making face like, come on, yeah. <laughs> And so Italy, he moves. Italy had its day, and it's the south of France, which is supposed to be just lovely. So he moves to Avignon. Time of year. The popes is, are in bloom, right? And I think he was from Avignon, so he moves there to the south of France. And then everybody in Italy is super mad. And then he's like, "Hey, fine, whatever." And so after a while, he decides to move back. 
Which isn't true because in the real story, he's there, it's 70 years. Yeah. But this is the story I heard. So after a while, he's like, fine, whatever, okay. And he moves back. And on the road back, he dies. In the in-between. In the in-between. In the no-pope zone. Right. So... He was leaving Avignon, but he never got to Rome. If the Pope dies in the woods. If the Pope dies on the way back to Rome from Avignon, <laughs> who Does, is Pope? Then who is Pope? <laughs> who gets to be Pope? Then who was Pope? Right. Then who becomes new Pope? <laughs> and so he dies on the road. This is the story I heard. I want, I want to preface as many times as I can. This isn't the actual story. Everything I said earlier was the real one. This is the funny one. Mm-hmm. So he dies in the middle of On the Way. And then people were like, uh-oh. Oh, um, no. Because Logic. he Logic. was moving, right, says Rome. And Avignon says, maybe not. But he didn't make it there. <laughs> Avignon says, maybe not. Our assassins caught How him How do you before. know he wasn't just <laughs> on vacation? So, both our, of them Our elect, assassins can confirm. <laughs> both of them elect a pope. Oh, don't. So now there's two popes. Boop, boop. And then like they're hydra. like, well, balls. And then everybody kind of has a problem with it. And then they're like, you know what we could do? We could call a council and elect a new pope and scrap these two. And that doesn't work. We could send them both on vacation and murder both of them. Right. And then just have a new one. But that doesn't work. And then they're like, hey, you want to step down to this guy? And he's like, no. And they're like, what about you? And he's like, no. And they're like, third new guy? And he's like, no. And they're like, well, why did Why did we ask? What did we think was going to happen? Why would they do that? Dead dove do not eat. It's exactly what it says on the tin. <laughs> it's exactly. And so they're like, well, crap. And then that's when I heard that the Holy Roman Emperor gets mad. <laughs> you had one job. He's like, this is so stupid. <laughs> and then he just storms into Rome and he's like, I'm going to pick who's Pope. And then everybody was like, okay. Yep. The the Germanic heritage <laughs> is one of organization and a steady hand. Right. Just kicks in the door and he's like, I'm in charge of the Catholic Church now. Organize, 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 done. And then everybody's like, okay. Okay. And so then he picks Pope. Which was why I was like, where did I get that detail from? Because clearly, because for a while when I was reading, I couldn't find anything with him at all. And then finally in one of the articles I read, and I think just one of them, it finally said that, Sigismund was like, hey, call the council. And I was like, oh, so he did it, which maybe these other articles are trying not to tell you that it was the Holy Roman Emperor that was like, oh, we just called the council. What is this Holy Roman Empire erasure? <laughs> I don't like it. I will not stand for but it. But then, yeah, that one of the articles said that he says, hey, call this to the Pope, and then he says, okay, and then they get rid of all of them. And then he, that he also apparently attended the council. You just need Or to, he sent yeah. people to attend the council, but I think he was there. Scrap all the Popes. Because these are all bad. Right. And whether or not he specifically picked who was Pope, like I said, the Holy Roman Emperor is in charge of Europe right now. Like, and their people, and at the time, it's you know, it says that they picked sides and he didn't pick a side. Like, or the Holy Roman Empire didn't pick a side. Mm-hmm. Um, so he wasn't supporting anything specifically, which is why I think so many of the countries in Europe could pick one and not, like, be worried about it. Sure. Because he wasn't picking one. So it wasn't like they were going to pick the wrong one and then be at war somehow with the Holy Roman Empire. Mm-hmm. Um, but once he was going to tell them what to do, that they're all going to listen. Which is why they have representatives from five different countries. Yeah. They're like, come here, and I'm going to tell you what we're going to do. It's the UN. Right. But I'm in charge. But I'm in charge. But you're going to do exactly what I say. Yeah. So, like, I think that's probably what happened, and, like, that part of the weird story, or, like, the 
not as a correct story that I heard is actually true mm-hmm. compared to what I could actually find as far as yeah. sources. Because, I mean, they're not going to write down Holy Roman Emperor, pick the person we all just <laughs> said okay. Yep, and we right? said great. Because that's going to make the Cardinals look bad and all these other countries look bad. It's going to undermine all of your power. Right. Not but you... they can say that we invited these other people and we all came to this conclusion together unanimously because it's the best for all of us. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, that's the story that I heard. Holy Roman Emperor says, you're Pope now. And then that guy says, everybody else says, okay. Yeah. There's a lot of overlap. Everyone's happy. It's just the part about the Pope dying. Right. That's the biggest part that is incorrect. Yeah. It's too bad because it really sounds like someone killed him on the way to Rome. And, like, doesn't that make a better story? Let's be honest. (laughs) And then it it makes it so much more reasonable that the people in Avignon would elect a Pope. Mm Mm-hmm. Because they've been there so long, and he didn't even make it. Right. Whereas in that one, he like in the real story, he does make it, and he's there for a year, and they're still like, well, I mean, but that guy sucks. All of his toilet papers here. Can still. we agree that that guy sucks? All of his toilet papers here. So his golden throne is this place. Yes. And they're like, no, we have the original golden throne. He poops here now. But Urban is evil. <laughs> But he's mean, and he wants to take away all my power as a cardinal. But he's mean. He won't let me be cool anymore. I did not stay in this terrible organization for 60 years (laughs) to be told what to do by some little upstart. Yeah, this stupid urban. God does not have the power. I do. I'm the cardinal. I've got the power. Bam, 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 bam. That's enough. Okay. Copyright. I mean... (laughs) Literally not going to care. You know what? We are not impeding You're any market. You're going to copyright us. <laughs> I will fight them. <laughs> fight the power. <laughs> and I mean, best case scenario, we just like have to go in and like bleep it out, mm. which is going to be even funnier. <laughs> I got uh, power. Beep. <laughs> I got the beep. Nope. Da, da. They got the beep. They got the beep. Okay, now we're going to get two of them. They got the Okay, mm. we got to stop singing. Um, and we should end our episode because that's everything I had. <laughs> Haley, did you learn something about popes? Uh, no. No, you knew I, all that, everything. About I that. didn't know the story, but everything I knew about popes was confirmed. Mm. Oh, that's good. <laughs> I'm like, there, yeah, <laughs> sounds about right. <laughs> everything I knew about cardinals, confirmed. Confirmed. <laughs> everything I knew about Jude Law and the young pope, confirmed. <laughs> I still haven't seen it. I need to. <laughs> we should watch it. It's not quite as bad. Okay. Um... But it's still, it's very political. Sure. They're like, I mean, we, of course. Yeah, we should we should get this young pope in title uh, call out because mm-hmm. uh, we can control him. And he's like, I'm going to do what I want. And Gangsta all the, all the cardinals are like, no, that don't do that. It looks really good. As Jude Law like, lights a cigarette and he's like, wow, you're really hot. He's like, I know the effect I have on women, but I will not have sex with any of them. And the women are like, no. Why do you do this? Worse. How dare you? Tesla all over again. Well, anyway, Alexis cut that all out, so so you'll never know. There you go. We're on a roll. I'm going to cut that part out, too. We're on a roll of bleeping. (laughs) Oh, no. Um, What was I going to say? Oh, I want to do a shout-out, though, to your current Pope Catholic Church, because he's real cool. Yeah, you've had a couple couple good ones. Like, New Age Popes. Yeah. Like, your Pope's letting women breastfeed during services. That's cool. Great. Babies need food. Right. Oh. And maybe boobs are for food for babies. Yeah. Hmm. Maybe you shouldn't over-sexualize boobs. Yeah, that'd be nice. Uh, one, of your, um, one of your favorite people is a mother, so right. chill out. And um, 
Have you seen the po- or the pictures of the Pope and, uh, and Donald Trump? <laughs> Uh, yeah. <laughs> They're super funny. It's like, are, are you kidding me? Like, not this? even, not not anything, like, not saying Donald Trump's great or bad, but, like, they're really hilarious. I'm, I mean, I'll say it. No. But they're really great. I'm not, don't pick sides. I've, I've don't already, pick sides. I've already been complaining. I complained at the beginning of the episode. Don't pick sides. Do you think any conservatives listen to this show? I don't know. But don't alienate them. Sorry. Just because. I'm not. And just because they're conservatives doesn't mean they like Donald Trump. That's true. I mean, so. I don't think any liberals are going to be like, hey. Hey. You don't know? Hey, I voted for that, man. <laughs> I mean, if they didn't, like, some people just have respect for the office, you know? I don't know why they would anymore. Just like, I don't know why you would have respect for these popes. <laughs> Bring it all around. <laughs> Bring it all around. All right. <laughs> Thank this- you for listening to Learn About Popes. Go pet a puppy today. If you were Catholic, I hope I didn't offend you. Wasn't trying to. Um, I hope you have a sense of humor. <laughs> you, I hope you have a sense of humor. <laughs> or you are going to get Pope Moted. <laughs> no. Pope Demote. <laughs> on your golden throne. Okay. Throw us right in your golden throne. Nope. Okay. Uh, <laughs> thank you for listening. We have a Facebook page, Hysterical History, where you can see when our new episodes come up. And I'm also going to put up the map of the schism so that you know who was where and who liked whom. Yep. And Links to everything at our website, mm-hmm. hystericalhistory.simplecast.fm. That's right. I really you did it without a card. I've been doing it without a card for a couple times. Oh, I didn't notice. <laughs> you never notice when I do good. Aww. You never notice when Oh, is baby sad? Yes. <laughs> I did good. You did Shut good. up. <laughs> <laughs> That's our real relationship. <laughs> I will get the cardinals in here and have you thrown out. <laughs> Good luck. Good luck. I'm an escape in the night and you'll I'm never find Pope me. Pope forever. <laughs> Pope Lord. Pope Lord. Pope Alexis the Lord. Mm-hmm. That's right. Um, I really want to change, get at least a redirect for the website. So it'll be uh, hystericalhistorypodcast.com. Sure. And I'll just go right back. But not yet. But not maybe yet. in the future, when you hear this, you could try it and it'll work. Or maybe there's, it won't. There's some weird time travel going on. Yeah, but probably not yet. Or maybe it won't. Or maybe maybe it will. Um, Paradox. Or maybe it will. No one knows what happens on your timeline, but you mm. in the future. I mean, I might know. Really, I have sources. Okay. <laughs> um. Thank you for joining us, and uh, thank you for listening, and. Uh, God be with you. (laughs) Pet a Pope today. No. Pet a Jude Law today. Okay. (laughs) Jude Law a pet today. Nope. I don't know what that means. (laughs) Bye. Bye. (laughs) What is happening to you? What is happening? I had sugar. (laughs) Woo. Oh, no. It's still recording. (laughs) Bye. (laughs) Bye.